the secret, James, is to not try to be surreptitious. The secret is to get it in early enough that we forget. Yep. Mm. Syrup. Speaking of forgetting, greetings, Aproposse, <laughs> and buckle up for the sex. It's the After All Nothing podcast. With your hosts. Salsa. James. And Jenna. Woo. Woo. And we are recording online. Dance party. Syrup Dance titties. Um, weirdly apropos to our earlier conversation. <laughs> uh, well done. I make good jokes every so often. Yeah. That's, now that's now was not one of those times, but no. every so often. Um, no. But we are drinking, and that's a positive. Yes. So what, what's everybody drinking? Um, well, I have uh, from Duluth Cider. Ah. Uh, I have mm. Fireside, which <laughs> is their cinnamon vanilla cider. Mm. So uh, that sounds lovely. That does sound really good. I am a little bit jelly. Mm. Does it have hops in it? I do not. I believe this is not uh, one of the hopped ones. Ooh. All right. Uh, How is it? I'd have to double check that one. Mm. It is very cinnamony on the nose. Okay. Um, Less cinnamony on the tongue, though. Mm. All right. I'm all right with that. Like the tongue is very much apple. Oh, like it is. There's a little cinnamon there. Um, you said there was a uh, vanilla in there too. Yep. It, it, it's called a cinnamon vanilla cider. Um, okay. Zang. But yeah, the, the nose yeah. is very cinnamon, but the, the mouth is, is very, very, very apple. Like it's just like, mm-hmm. it's like biting into an apple, nice. uh, a fresh, juicy apple. Um, Oh. With a little bit of little bit of cinnamon in there as well. It's very clean, very crisp, very sweet. Um, I'm all about this one. My goodness! Nice, nice. excellent. Well, what are you drinking, James? Uh, number twelve cider barrel forty four from. Uh, oh, I guess number twelve cider is the name of the place. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Barrel 44, bourbon barrel-aged cider, number 12 cider. Yes. Good. All right. Clear as mud. Yep. Somebody put, if you want to try it, put those words together and figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And how does it taste? It tastes really good. Not very apple-y. No. Almost. Does it taste like cinnamon? Not at all. No, it's... Uh. Weirdly, it tastes like drinking bourbon out of my fest mug. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, well, now I need to try that. Shit. Hmm. Number 12 barrel something. I'll figure it out. I I imagine that this is barrel 44 bourbon barrel aged cider from number 12 cider. When you say out of your fest mug. Yeah. Do you mean... Because it has because it has the dregs of yesterday's stale beer in it, and it's dusty and dirty, or with a leatheriness. Well, my booth mug. Both of those are fest mug flavors. That's that's 
true. I usually give my mug a rinse. I usually yeah, that means remember. nothing, yeah. and we all know it. But, we do that to make ourselves feel better. That's right. actually that's true. Yeah, no, all right. Your your mug mm-hmm. is seasoned with this flavor of to, stale beer. That's just a thing. I try right. to make sure that uh, that whatever I'm putting into it next kills whatever was in it before. Um, it's a progression. It's a sure. a, ra- a ramp, so, if you will. So, what do you mean when you say it tastes like drinking well, bourbon out of your so fest mug? My booth mug is one of the wondrous works of wood mugs okay. with uh, a leather okay. cover. So it's the and woodiness so it's, to it. It's got uh, it's got like a, an oak and leather <laughs> and okay. bourbon flavor which is what you would expect well you would expect the the oak and bourbon flavors but the like leathery leather is a fairly common flavor hmm. from from bourbons mm. i suppose yeah yeah okay hmm. I, it's good okay it's not at all what i expected but it's good okay all right hmm. um yeah i'll have to check that out because now i'm curious um, I mm-hmm. am still in January, so I'm drinking booby hot cocoa. Nice. Um, I have boozed this up with um blackberry brandy. Ooh. The the Leroux blackberry. Very and nice. uh yeah, I recommend. Blackberry and chocolate. Mm. Blackberry and chocolate. It's very mm. good. I thought about looking for a raspberry something or maybe mm. even just doing Kahlua, but that blackberry has been sitting there for a while mm-hmm. and it just kind of stared at me and I went, yes, fine, you can go in the hot chocolate. Well, didn't we do raspberry already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can't remember if it was raspberry or cherry, but we definitely did a berry. We, we did I cherry. Think we did both. But okay. we did also we do did, both? yeah, we did Cointreau. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Um, Amaretto was the one you did the other week. Yeah, I did Amaretto last time. Did I not do Kahlua in any of these? That's no, we did so. the, uh, we did the, uh, the marshmallow mm. coffee drink. Mm-hmm. One, so. Yeah. Well, um, maybe I'll do Kahlua when I get my next mug full. I, I thought about doing, mm. uh, cocoa, uh, this week, but, um. That you know what? Just, you get a pass. Whatever just, whatever works for you. <laughs> I thought about it, and then I went, I'd have to go get the kettle, and I'd have to go mm. do all these other things. And it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, it's not going to happen because of... Because, well, so keen... Also was leading into a thing, James. Yes. Jesus Christ, you don't pick up on these at all. Keen-eared listeners will, will hear that we are recording remotely, and that is because uh, the salsa got the COVID. No! Um, yeah. So I have been uh, quarantining in my basement uh, like a chump. Um, And that that means that all of those things that are usually communal property in my house, such as the kettle, uh, are things that are not in my basement and want Mm -hmm. to be used by other people who don't want to get COVID. So um, getting that and using that was probably uh, not an answer. Right. Yeah. I'm drinking stuff that I already had down here. But yeah, I I pinged positive on Wednesday. Um Hmm. started feeling 
like we recorded last Monday and I felt yep. fine. And then on yeah. Tuesday, like afternoon, I started getting a little bit of like a, oh, I got a little sniffle. And I, I actually messaged these two and I was like, oh, just so you know, I think I might be getting a cold, you know, just to be aware. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Wednesday. And you tested negative. I did. Tuesday. I tested, tested negative on, on Tuesday. So I was just like, I think I might be getting a cold just to be aware. And then Wednesday, mm. I felt like shit. And I, mm. my wife was like, you should test again. And so I did. And it did not take 15 minutes no. right. for it to, to show the line. It did not take 15 seconds <laughs> for it to show. Yeah. It was one of those where the line was black. Like it, it hit oh, me. Like your soul. Hit, yeah. It hit and it hit hard. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I, and I, as, as of um, this morning's testing, there is still the faintest ghost of ghost of a trace of a line there. Um, so I am unfortunately still not able to, to leave uh, my little hovel down here in the basement, but uh, yeah. hopefully tomorrow, Soon. hopefully tomorrow. Been living in the lab. Sleeping yep, I have been living in the lab, so it probably smells all the delicious down here. I yeah. have, I have been getting my food delivered to me at the top of the stairs. <laughs> like they drop the food at the top of the stairs and just run away. They they put they literally put it on the first step and then close the door and then I come they up the stairs slide and them get through the um, through the slot and, in the door. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's it's been. I have a stack of plates down here, um, <laughs> just be, waiting. Just waiting as soon as I can bring them upstairs. Right. Uh, no, that's fair. But in the me, you know, I just don't want to. I I don't want stuff to go back up. So no, absolutely yeah. not. Like once it's in there, it's yours. Exactly. So, uh, so been, <laughs> you've things... literally licked it. It's yours now. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and I mean, <laughs> the good thing is, is excuse me. Um, in the laundry room, I have mm -hmm. like dish soap and stuff. Cause that's what yeah. I wash. That's what I wash the, uh, the AON lab drinks, right. drinking glasses with is, is so I've got, you know, dish soap and, and a sponge in there. So I was able to like clean things, you know, so right. it's not like I've got fruit flies buzzing all over like shit. Um, but you know, the, the dishes are clean. They're just stacked right. down here. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, I've been living in the lab and it was fine while i was working mm. you know like i was i was fuzzy. you were gonna be down there anyway yeah i was down yeah, here and, and i was fuzzy and i told all my clients i was very straightforward i'm like look i've got covid right now so if i'm a little slow on the uptake or if i seem a little you know Dazed. dumb right now this is why and they were all like yeah. oh we get it you know absolutely not a problem um yeah. but then the weekend hit and I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can, you can only play so many video games and watch so much YouTube and read right. so many books before you're just like, I'm, can I go back to work? I'm so bored right can now. And watch so many and play so many and read yeah. so many. Yeah. Um, That's true. And, and I've, I've hit that point where I've just, every, channel that i'm subscribed to on youtube like i'm caught up oh oh yeah oh, if you needed things like james and oh, I could no. have sent you more it's, things no 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 it's not no it's he not wants that to watch I, good things it's not it's that sad. i needed more things to he doesn't watch. need it's our just garbage that, like i've watched so much 
Yeah. That I was just like, I, I have, I have gone back and forth. I'm starting to do that. Like, you know, lion in a cage that needs enrichment where I'm just pacing. Oh. <laughs> do, do we need to toss you like a, a gazelle haunch or something? I, I, I need, with it? I need peanut butter inside of a, you know, <laughs> thing with only a hole on one end or something. Um, no, Puzzle I, Matt. Be- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've like, <laughs> I have a couple books down here and I would go from like book to switch to other book to mm-hmm. laptop to youtube to like and i just i i'm i'm just kind of going back and forth at this point cuz it was just like mm-hmm. everything was getting so boring like mm-hmm. nothing could mm-hmm. hold my attention for more than 20 minutes before it was just like i i need to do something different right now right you know cuz it was it cuz it wasn't just you know, over the weekend, it was every day after work, I'd get done with work. And then I'm just like, well, I guess I'll play some video games some more, you know? Yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to, uh, it's like the saddest winter break experience. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I can't go to school, but I can't go outside. I'm stuck here. And all I can do is watch TV and play video games. And it was so sweet on my uh, on my plate that was mm. set at the top of the stairs today uh, mm-hmm. for dinner. Uh, there was a note, like my my kids had written me a note, and it says, "Feel better, B E T E R, feel better, mm-hmm. Papa." And then like my kid signed it, and mm-hmm. they, it's like, <sighs> you know, my daughter had a hockey game this weekend that I yeah. didn't to go to. And mm-hmm. I was gonna watch online, and the stream wasn't working. And I was just mm. like, "I wanna." Uh. So I just sat there reading another book, and it was like, uh, "Oh I'm God, I'm sorry." Right so, but hopefully, 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 tomorrow I'll be doing better, and I can get out of here and see <laughs> the outside world. <laughs> so. Yeah, Elwood will pick you up in the new Blues Mobile. Yeah, like my kids uh, today after school, they were like, "As soon as we finish our chores, can we go to the park and go rollerblading?" And I was just like, "Yes, yes, you can do that. I want to go with go outside, (laughs) right?" Yeah. (sighs) Mm. Anyway, that's what I've been doing is being sick, and it's ass. Yeah, that's fucking miserable. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I've been doing things without you. Uh, this last Saturday was, of course, the first Gentacular Gentacular. I was looking forward to that so bad. I know you were. I felt so bad. Well, and so, um, and, and this is why Lega ties in. I did due diligence. Uh, when Salsa said he was, he had COVID and he had tested negative on Tuesday, but positive Wednesday, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the two test in 48 hours thing. Cause I, as far as I know, I didn't have a proper exposure to something, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I did a test Wednesday when I found out and mm-hmm. it was negative. Great. Did one Friday. It was also negative. Um, so I decided I was still going to hold the gentacular gentacular. Um, 
but I made a post and in the invite and I was just like, so here's the deal, kids. Like I am Sols is the worst. That's damn near <laughs> positive. I do not have COVID. Damn I should maybe rephrase that. Right. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, there's still that vein of possibility that exists, even though I, and yeah. these are the measures I took. This is the timeline. This is all of this. So mm-hmm. please choose for yourself. Mm-hmm. If that's enough, it would be enough for me. Uh, and again, no symptoms, nothing. I do not feel sick like all the rest of that. And even today, I'm still testing negative. So I don't have to call up a bunch of people and be like, hey, guys, I, I got an STD. I mean, COVID. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Uh, like, we really should be treating COVID like STDs. Like, if somebody's yeah, got it, yeah. you call up everybody that you well, hung out with. Mm-hmm. Let them know mm-hmm. all of the rest of that. So, yeah, I just I refer to it as doing? the COVID STD thing. Not everybody that gets COVID does that. I don't think. Well, I don't know. Sm- not everybody sm- does it with STDs either. Yeah. A right, sneezely exactly. transmitted disease? Sneezely hmm. transmitted disease. Um... So a stupid ass motherfucking transmitted disease. Fair enough. How's that? Socially transmitted disease is pretty good too. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So I I made that message and honestly, not a lot of people signed up to show up. And I don't know if there were a lot of people that were like, oh, maybe I'll go. Maybe I won't. Uh, And then saw that message and went, "Eh, maybe I just won't. Um, or if it was just like bad timing or whatever, but, mm-hmm. uh, we had three people show up, Oh, which was so lovely. Sorry. Like it was a delightful time. Yeah. I'm not mad about it, but, uh, yeah, Joe and I had bought three dozen eggs. Mm-hmm. So, so you've been having oh, eggs every morning. Yeah. Haven't yeah. You? Um, and, a, and a quiche for dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, Joe made Honestly, a Honestly, that's fantastic. Joe, so what we did, oh, we had an omelet nice. bar. Nice. Mm-hmm. Joe was making omelets for people. Aww. Uh, I'm saying this specifically to make salsa jealous at this point. But yeah, we had an omelet bar. Uh, and then um, we had all of these omelet leftovers. And we're like, what the fuck? Uh, and we're like, frittata. Um, and Joe whipped together a frittata and that got rid of some of our eggs like a frittata it was 10 eggs okay Uh, it was like 10 eggs in that frittata but we also still had so many eggs like i think i think we still have like 30 some eggs left and we're just going to be eating eggs for a while (laughs) you say say frittata and i say frittato Frittata. <laughs> frittata. Oh, you didn't frittata. say frittato. frittata. God damn it. Mm. I, uh, I did at one point call it an egg bake. And the look my partner gave me. <laughs> oh, buddy, no. He is like, look, it is a frittata. And it is a goddamn casserole. Shut up. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Weirdly, like, I don't look, know I made why it, it's it offensive, but it seems like the kind of thing that would offend him. Right, no, exactly. I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't him. know the difference between I am a with frittata him. and an bake. I am with him 100%. Uh, it, it's, it's like calling like a... It, it's, it's, it's a roulade. Saying like pumpkin roll okay. or Swiss roll, it's a roulade. <laughs> That's I, what I okay. can see that. <sighs> um, but we are thinking about um, getting some more stuff and making like individual little egg bake things, not frittatas, mm-hmm. like actual egg yeah. bakes, mm-hmm. uh, like in muffin tin. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I was hanging out with uh, Rachel and Raiderly, and mm-hmm. they made that, and it was amazing. And I was like, oh, yep. I should just make a bunch of these mm-hmm. and freeze them. They're so and good, and then I can have them any ass time I want. Mm-hmm. You, you make like uh, a bacon crust for your little mm. egg muffin. And oh my god! Yeah, you 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 take bacon and you basically put it in the bottom to go. of the muffin. Cup. Uh, make some <laughs> yeah. of these bacon and crust egg bakes right now. Egg it's stuff urgent. goes inside, and you bake that, and it's yeah. little Damn. egg yeah. muffin thing. So sitting. yeah, and we have leftover bacon. We mm-hmm. have eggs, we have stuff, but um, I wanted to get more uh, like spinach and tomato yeah. type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that we have left over yeah. is like chorizo, which is great. <gasps> oh, God damn it. But, yeah, yeah, we had chorizo. Chorizo and like <laughs> ham. Uh, <sighs> but that's not... Like, if it's already going to have bacon in it, that's uh, that's, going to get pretty heavy pretty quick. Uh, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I, look, I honestly, like, I can't, I don't know if this is an old lady thing or what, but I cannot handle as much grease as I used to. Jenna and I, has, I, chorizo gets very greasy. Jenna has to cut down on the amount of meat that goes into her mouth. mm the meat like, industry I don't have noticed. to. It just goes poorly later if I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and not just for her. Right. No, for people around me. Won't somebody think of the children? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, my partner goes very poorly for him. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I've been looking for ways to incorporate more veggies into my diet. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So like... Doing like spinach and tomato in a, a cheese bake thing, like that—that that seems like a good way to get some veggie intake, bunch of protein, mm-hmm. low carb, kind yeah. of a situation. Um, because I'm also planning to get swole. What just happened? I'm getting swole. My muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought so, you just had a stroke there for a second. Nope. I'm being a bro, dude. Obviously. I, I mean, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Both. Eh. Um. But yeah. So I'm I'm figuring out diet stuff to help yeah. facilitate. Um, basically I want to take, I'm, I'm at a pretty, pretty happy size for myself now. I've lost 25 mm-hmm. pounds. Wow. Um, I'm roughly where I want to be at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could lose a little bit more, but whatever. Uh, I'm really, I, I wanted to lose enough to where I had more energy again. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at. 
Mm-hmm. I lost enough. I have more energy again. Um, I don't feel awkward in my own body, which is great. Uh, and now it's time to get buff so that I can destroy James in fencing. That's really like my driving goal in exercising right now. Um, Weirdly, I, same. But you. You want to destroy. Oh, 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 shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, if you want to work actual. out together, James, uh, yeah. I'm I might be looking for workout buddies because right. I don't work out unless there's somebody else there guilting me into it, and hmm. I know this about myself. So I am looking for for regular workout peoples. Hmm. Um, I can only I want to do regular and irregular workout. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Anyway, so that's that's the thing I'm looking at doing, yeah. but. Yeah, so have the gentacular, gentacular. Uh, it was delightful. There was a lot of conversation had. Uh, I miss salsa. I think Joe missed salsa more. Your aim will improve. <laughs> I get it. <clears throat> ah, I see. It's a joke. Uh, I was a joke. Yes. <laughs> it was joke-shaped. Jo- mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. No, I was... I was so I was, I was so pretty bummed, bummed about that. I, I thought about so bad. I thought about pushing it to next week. Um, I'll be there next month. But yeah, next month it'll it'll mm-hmm. it'll happen. We will do the thing. There will be more breakfast foods. Um, I'll try my so, very best to be there. Yeah, but it was it was good. Happy hangout time. Um, I my studio closet. Oh, uh, I cleaned out a bunch of shit. Uh, mm-hmm. And Joe is right now going through all of my cables and gadgets and things uh, to help me figure out what is what. I need somebody else to tell me it's OK to throw things away when it comes to yeah. tech stuff. Uh, and I trust Joe to assess such things overall. I It all still goes under review with me. Mm-hmm. But like Joe gets to make the case for this because I I have a power cable for a computer I don't own anymore. Mm-hmm. I see no problem. I don't, I don't need that. It's just nope. cluttering up my closet. Yep. I recently it did doesn't that for... even yeah it doesn't even connect to anything like outside of mm. what it is. It's just there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you recently? Jenna, what if you need Wait. it someday? I, I won't. <laughs> I, I am keeping. I am keeping my Walkman, my disc player, and my Polaroid camera, though. Mm-hmm. Well, Not that I have anything to go into any of those items, <laughs> but I am keeping those because fuck you. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Mm. I uh, I recently did that for Charles, best friend, former landlord. Uh, yeah. As a a way to hang out and spend time, but also just mm. as a gift. To him, um, you threw because... his cables away. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a weird gift. It isn't, um, because I said, do you do you actually need fifty-seven micro USB charging cables? And he said, no, I do not any longer own anything that is micro USB. And I said, mm. should we keep 15 of them just to be safe? 
of varying sizes? And he said, yes. And I said, well, that's about five pounds of copper that we're chucking. I only kept three. I think you might have fewer devices. Mm. Yeah, that's not accurate in any way, shape, or form. Okay. I do Um, actually have devices that charge mm -hmm. by micro USBs, so... Mm -hmm. I do, too. I've got little Bluetooth speakers that still use that. Yeah. So did you sell the copper, or...? Um, he's, uh, offering them to other people first Ah, and then Mm. figuring it out. I mean, but, uh, yeah, that is the responsible hoarder process. Yes. Going through uh, a series of, uh, these are your micro USB cables. These are your, you know, uh, dozen mini USB cables. These are Mm. what, what the fuck even is this? Okay. This has a purpose. All right. I'm going to match all of the cables that look like this. And we're going to put those into a special box. You know, uh, but yeah, it probably sorted through, I want to say 150 to 200 cables, and we probably ended up with 60, 70, mm. maybe okay. in total. Um, yeah, because a, a bunch of them, it used to be that whenever you bought any device that charged with micro USB, you would get like a dumb five inch long USB A to USB B mini or or micro. Uh, And uh, yep. Yep. That, that was exactly stash is Mm -hmm. Joe was like, he's like, obviously you've used this. And it was one of those five inch cables that still had its original tie on it and everything, because of course I didn't use the damn thing. I had a three foot or a five foot long one Mm -hmm. over there that worked better for my purposes. And he's Mm -hmm. like, obviously you've been using this. And I was like, yeah. Am I the only one that just uses them with the tie on them? Uh, it depends. Okay. Like if I needed any kind of length, then (laughs) yeah, I'll fucking, you know, remove the tie. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I'll pull out just a little bit. If it's okay. long okay. enough, I'll pull out a little bit and still keep some of it tied, just or I'll tip. retie some of it, you know, yeah. just for a minute. Um, but no, like I mean, those five-inch ones, you can't even really do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's I know. like like you're basically chained to whatever that is attached yeah, it, to. It, it, it Preaching was a, the choir. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit optimistic to put a zip tie around it in the first place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly it just came with a free zip tie. Uh, <laughs> or eh. twist, twist tie or whatever. Twist tie. Yeah. yeah. Twist tie. One of these guys. Twisty yep. tie. Um, but yeah. So Joe's been going through all of those. I went through a whole bunch of things that I had in the closet. And now I have floor space and mm-hmm. like space to put. I found my button maker. Uh, I found my red panda diamond thing. Like, I found a bunch of old convergence badges (laughs) and, like, other, like, memorabilia type things. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. Um, so, so many old scripts. Oh, my God. Mm. I need to actually find a better. I'm out of space in my file cabinet for scripts. Mm. Uh, Mm. I don't get rid of any of them. Yeah, neither do I. I've got, I've got. File cabinet space devoted to scripts. As so well. I, I might, I might cheap. have to figure out a specific thing. 
I got super cheap folding magazine boxes from Ikea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are useful for that. And I mean, and I have, yeah, I have banker's boxes and I'm probably mm-hmm. going to end up moving them. Mm-hmm. But for the while, they've all been in the filing cabinet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Under I think I'm going to be the the next for scripts. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to end up moving those. But yeah. Um, and it feels nice. I readjusted how I have things on the table. Um, the desk, rather. Uh, it's it's actually Jax's old desk. Um, still have awesome. everything on there and in, so it's great. Um, but I moved the computer from underneath to up. Uh, so I can stretch out my legs again. But also, I think it's been overheating in the mm. under area. So. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I did a lot of that. Um, I know I did other things. I think I did, um, yeah, just it's, and like the week got kind of crazy, but it was a pretty good week overall. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Salsa wasn't feeling well and, uh, this last week and I also was feeling a bit poorly. Um, I did not, uh, test positive. I tested negative this week um, and uh, still stayed home because I just wasn't feeling good. And yeah. that meant that I ended up having to cancel attending a Robbie Burns night. Um, yeah. Which was heartbreaking. I'd been looking forward to it and it was going to be a, a date with multiple partners and mm. boothies and which there's some overlap and, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just was gonna have a was gonna have an amazing night and just like physically could not. And so um I was bitterly sad about that. It was a land party weekend and I had to break it to them that I'm I'm not gonna be there on Friday at least. And I'm right. only going to be there Saturday if I feel superb in the morning. Right. Um, yeah. And so Friday night I played, uh, online board games, uh, Saturday I slept in and then uh, I got up at, you know, 11 something and, um, ended up feeling really good. So I, I went to one day of land party, basically, um, roughly 24 hours of land party. And had a good time. We did a lot of um, a lot of party games, which was sort of unusual. But we also played uh, something that was uh, kind of like Red Shirts, the video game. Basically, the idea is okay. you're just you're going to die. Something is going to find you and kill you, or you're going to fall to your death, or you're going to touch something you shouldn't. But you are going to fucking die. And, uh, yeah, it, it, like low res graphics, uh, that's not the point. The point is just you're staving off being murdered as long as possible to rescue treasures from old facilities and drag them back to your ship so that those things get recycled and you don't. Uh, Wait, what game was this? Lethal Company. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, Say that again. Um, 
May may I try to resummarize Please. this? Absolutely. Um, so you are part of a salvage company, futuristic, post-apocalyptic esque type thing. Got that. You go to different planets mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. salvage things. Yeah. Um, there are different monster esque things that will try to prevent you from grabbing things to salvage. They may kill you right away. Um, and then you turn them into the company for money. Um, the, the overall conceit is that the company does not care if you live or die. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you do not scrap enough value, you lose. Okay. And they just kill you. Like, yeah. Like the the, so James was like they they'll you know, basically they'll scrap you and and I was suddenly like, are you a robot or what is like that's the part that nope. I was suddenly not like, specific. Nope. Yeah, they oh, okay. just dehumanized you with gotcha. the company itself. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that is that's what threw yeah. me. Yep, I I, I figured like it was something center in there. work. Yeah, to go back to an mm. earlier episode of this podcast, it was mm. yeah, it was very similar. Weirdly, um. Yeah, but uh, my daughter's been playing that on her yeah. streams. And so, of course, the proud parent that I am, I pop in. <laughs> uh, and it does have some very fun monsters, though. Oh, yeah. The, the springy head guy. Coilhead, yep. Coilhead, that guy. Um, so also, there's a monster in this game that doesn't move unless you're not looking at it. Like, if you look at it, it doesn't... It, doesn't like move. a, a weeping angel thing. It is exactly like a weeping angel thing. But um, the 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 part that I love about it is it's a mannequin, but then on top of it is a giant spring, and then the head. So when you look away and look back, and it's closer, the spring is still moving. Gotcha. But yeah, it's real good. That's it's yeah, really that sounds, good. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, and, I was like, oh shit, I think they actually improved on the Weeping Angel somewhat. The game has a built-in um, has a built-in communications, like voice comm link. Uh, so you use that instead of using Discord or a different program. Mm. Um, because it is part of the experience that you will just suddenly lose contact. And it might be because your friend's radios have run out of battery. Or it might be because they got too far away from you. Or it might be because they're fucking dead and there dead. isn't a way to know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's so I mean that that social aspect might not be your your cup of tea in yeah. that, but it does mm-hmm. definitely add to the environment and the vibe of mm-hmm. what's happening there. So yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, Lethal Company, I don't ever want to play it, but I love watching it being played. Yeah. It was uh, it was weirdly fun and uh, had a had a great experience. We watched Back to the Future because we always choose something, and that seemed like a good, you know, start of the year film. So yeah, um, and then I had somebody over, friend of the podcast, JL, who has the Brain Blown podcast, um, yes. and uh, they are just about to release merch. Is what I am told. And, uh, yeah, uh, and we discussed uh, some uh, wild stuff about autism that they have discovered. I'm, hmm. um, which is great. Yeah, uh, 
overall, fun, nice, fun weekend. Did they drop a, a an episode about that, or are they going to be dropping an episode about that? They already have. Yeah. Aha. Mm. Well, so they should go to brain something. Brain, brain blown. Brain blown. Mm-hmm. Like mind yes. blown. But specifically, yeah, I, brain. I, I was thinking like blue brain, and I'm like, well, that's not right. Shit. No, yeah. that's if your brain doesn't come, then. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I've definitely had that. Um, Every time I talk to James, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. All that teasing. Mm-hmm. So All that brain teasing blown. Pay off. There's an episode about interesting things Jail has discovered about autism. Yes, uh, I'm excited to find that. Subject. Yeah. Ah. Hmm. Uh, Should we take a break? Um, yeah, why not? Suppose we could do that. Sure. <laughs> Fine. All right. If I, guess I must we're do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Patton was kind enough to give us the music for this episode and every episode. Uh, you can see what he's up to at brandonpatton.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, but especially you can help us out by rating our show. Uh, check out our merch. You can go to society6.com forward slash AON podcast. It's time to play info dumping or mansplaining. Ooh. Oh, that's a wonderful, horrible game that it, I, I don't know that I'm. <laughs> oh, fuck. And we're um, back. Uh, I'm Salsa. <laughs> James. And I'm Jenna. Wow. And I am about to get either mansplained or info dump chat. We'll uh, we'll find out what happens. Yeah, that's that is really the problem. Is is when you know the immovable object meets the unstoppable force <laughs> of of info dumping and and mansplaining. Oh, God. Um, well, you see, salsa. What that phrase means uh-huh. is oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I first, see. first, let me tell you about the history. Of it and and the you know the uh the the taxonomy of the word itself because this is important. <laughs> there is there is a part of me that just wants to like see if I can disappear, fight, like fight, as fight, two fight, of you fight. just talk at each other. Jenna, where did you and, get that popcorn? I don't. <laughs> no, here no. Here's how you know though, because if we go no, Jenna, I want to tell you all of this. Then it's mansplaining. But if we just keep talking, then it's info dumping. Huh. Mm. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent certain that's how it works. I think okay, so no, I, ju- I just told you it was, so it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's man's good example. Uh, good example. Yeah, well done. Well done. Golf class. Hey, see, also, if you don't know what to mansplain. Start by telling someone about garlic and onions. Oh, my that's God. A oh, my fucking God. Where, where were we? I actually, what were we talking about? Let's get this fucking disaster. <laughs> of I don't show. know, man. Some, Let's we're, we're like train out of the station. Things that we info dump about and then mansplaining <laughs> came up. And I was like, no, those 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 can be mm. those can be correlatory, though. Those are um, absolutely. And honestly, that is yeah. why I get accused of mansplaining often is because i'm just info dumping and and i don't know how to make it clear that i'm doing one and not the other Hmm. 
if that makes sense. I think so for me, mansplaining and feel free to correct me. If I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, 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 no. I'm Do you feel that in your soul? <laughs> uh, for me, mansplaining is um, not just about providing information. Mm-hmm. It's about providing information that either one may not ne- be necessary, but is being provided as a way of um, uh, asserting yourself over somebody, mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. someone of a female persuasion, uh, or as a way of belittling. And it doesn't it doesn't have to be a conscious choice. And that's, I think, where things get difficult is that because of how our society has been structured for so long, mm-hmm. it's the dudes that know things. Like, that's just what it is. And so mm-hmm. that's built into how we have learned to socialize. So I think sometimes mansplaining can happen just as a subconscious, like, but I need to tell you about these things because you're, mm-hmm. oh, but it's like the subconscious level thing. Yeah, Un- And I think that's actually where it gets more tricky. Definitely. But unfortunately... Mm-hmm. To the observer, what's oh, sure, the, you know, and, and that that is really the problem. And, and I don't want to be a mansplainer, that is not mm-hmm. a role that I wish to partake of in my life, but I right. am a consummate info dumper, and right. and and I very much have been accused of of uh mansplaining in the past. And and I, I, it, I take it very heavy, hmm. you know, sure. Because I, I, that's not who I am. That's not what I want to be. Ha, do right. I do it? Absolutely. Yes, I do. That mm-hmm. is the thing that as society has, has instilled in me, I'm trying to get better. Right. But like, how does one, <laughs> I, this immediately got sidetracked. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, I, I think this how, is great. I mean, how does this. one, how does one approach info dumping without sounding like they are mansplaining? <laughs> Um, I do, I do have a couple of tricks and I, I know James mm-hmm. has his finger up, so I'll let you go first. Uh, no problem. thank you. That's very kind. Uh, number one, raising your hand is actually a great starter to be like, Hey, <laughs> I might have a thing to say, may I? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's <laughs> some, you can start at a higher, higher level. And as you get better about it, work your way down or mm-hmm. wind your brain through it. But, like, the ultimate form of mansplaining is explaining to a woman something that she is an expert in that you are not. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, that's just straight up. There's Definitely. there's no two ways around it. Mm-hmm. Um, if, uh, I've, God, I'm trying to think of something I'm a total expert in. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about project management, um... Cause yeah, that's, that's kind of my area. I've, I've got a few, but that's like my main thing. I am certified in it. Mm-hmm. I have the experience behind me. I have the practical and the theoretical expertise behind project management and yeah, programming and portfolio. I do. I'm pimp certified, yo. Um, but that means if somebody else is trying to explain project management to me, um, number one, it is possible to do so because I'm not the only expert in my field, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if another project manager wants to explain mm-hmm. a specific thing that they've seen or something along those lines, 
they can do so. But if a, if a project manager starts to talk to me about um, adjusting milestones and how that can affect um, a track line and all of these other things, and they're not taking my expertise into account, mm -hmm. that is definitely, like, that is the easiest yeah. thing to note. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the difficulty that we come up with with um, info dumping is that we are so excited to talk about this thing that the other person's expertise doesn't matter, right, mm -hmm. as we're talking through it. Yeah. Because um, it's like, oh, and then I found out this other cool thing about uh, red pandas. Um, <laughs> like, oh, oh, buddy. Um, but like, and I might start talking about all of those cool things I know about red pandas to a, a zookeeper who is in charge of the red panda habitat. I'll be like, oh, and did you know that they have like fake thumbs? And they're going to be like, yes, yes, I fucking knew that. <laughs> you goddamn. Uh, did you know that they're not actually supposed to eat grapes? Like, it's not great for that. Yes, that's I feed them every day. You fucking moron. Like, it's it's those kind of things where yeah. I'll get excited and I'll want to talk about things. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, 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 sometimes you can info dump to the point of ignoring what the other person brings to the table. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, whether that's mansplaining or not, mm -hmm. like that, that is a trap that every info dumper falls into. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also Absolutely. knowing, knowing what other people already know is, is difficult mm -hmm. too. Right. Uh, I, that we, we had, uh, this, this happened a few months ago where I was talking about something about teaching and it was mm. like, because my wife is a teacher. And so I right. learned these things and I was like, oh, and there's this thing. And, there, and everybody was just like, uh-huh. Yeah, we know James's wife is a teacher. And I went, sure. oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah. how would I? Uh, and I was just like, you're mansplaining. <laughs> and it was just I like, mean, I was, I was just, I'm sorry. You know, and, and know. that's, yeah. that's, that is no, a pitfall they... that I find myself under often, where it's just like, right. I'm telling somebody, well, things that they already know and i'm just like i didn't i'm sorry I, i'm just I think the thing is like james's spouse <laughs> has been a teacher for a long time and i think like i think we have talked about it here and there but it just might not have registered to you that right. they're a teacher and that's that's kind of a weird awkward space of <laughs> but like also if it's not registering to you then it's not registering yeah. to you right yeah. so there's kind of that weird balance of sure you know, uh, uh, an awareness. I oh, awareness might be a huge key in all of this. I have to think well, about that for a second. That is the awareness is something yeah. that I lack yeah. a lot of, and I'm just <laughs> that is just I I, I yeah, know this about myself. I'm, I'm fully aware that I am not aware. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I have to remind people that I'm a himbo. Um, but uh, <laughs> for me, I and this may be something that other people do. Um. Mm. But uh, when it comes to more in-depth things, and this this sort of uh, slides in under masking, uh, which okay. is sometimes good and sometimes bad. But uh, what is what is masking? Um, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you go, for... James, and I'll follow up if necessary. 
yeah. for neurodivergent folks, masking is behaving in a way that is in line with oh, neurotypical okay. people's gotcha. behavior and right. expectations. Sure, yes. sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, so I just for didn't me, know the term. Okay. I had yeah. yeah um, I had. Uh, a conversation with someone uh, at an anime convention and I was just like giant robots, blah, 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 blah. And then this, this but then in this other thing and not in a panel room right. uh, and just like bleh, yeah. word, vomit. word vomit. vomiting out yeah. words. Yep. And I found out from someone related to that person later, they were like, yeah, uh, she said that you wouldn't shut up about mm. giant. And so, like that forever in my head. Yeah. Which is I'm asking sometimes it, well, a lot of times it comes from trauma, but also um, the, the thing that I do now is wait for people to ask like salsa <laughs> asking, what is max masking? Mm -hmm. um, right. And so high level overview of things, uh, but also I uh, wait for the question. I, I, and I'm not, I'm not great at it. I'm trying. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but then the other thing is to um, say, to, to assume within yourself and to state verbally that the other person may know more. I think that's a really good catch all yeah. for things, honestly, to be like, yeah. you might know better, but mm -hmm. in my experience, right. yes, like the, that, that is a great, great way of going about navigating some of that. The problem mm -hmm. being an info dumper mm -hmm. is I'm not <laughs> going to wait for somebody to tell me mm -hmm. I'm not, if I sit around and wait for somebody to say tell me about the Plantagenets I would never tell anyone about the Plantagenets and I want to tell people about the Plantagenets you know what I mean so it's like so yeah, I I completely get like wait mm. for somebody to ask, but at the same time, if yeah. I wanna if I wanna tell someone about a thing, I I, I nobody knows so, to ask me about sex crime in Renaissance Venice. Nobody's uh, going to ask me about that. But oh boy, do I have things to say about it. <laughs> I'm just making notes. No, but here's the thing. Like, the other thing is you don't have to wait for somebody to ask. You can introduce it in such a way that the other person, for lack of a better word, consents. Um, Stumbles into that trap. Right. <laughs> you, you can say... Oh my God, I want to tell you so much about this thing. Is it okay if I do this yeah. for like, this might be a bit, mm -hmm. I might go off for a while. Are you cool with that? Are you down? Yeah. Because I have so much I want to share with you. Yeah. Um. And, and being able to, I mean, I'm not going to say once you have your, have their consent, everything's cool. That's a weird way to look at it. But consent like. Consent can always be withdrawn. Exactly. That's true. Oh, Jenna, did you know um, that? By the way, 
For two reasons. Number one, <laughs> that of course did a thing in my brain, but also that was pretty well done, and I'm pissed about it. Oh, oh god damn. Oh, I am shit. genuinely oh, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> this was by the dear listeners, by the way, this was all supposed to just be about info dumping, and I made a dumb <sighs> joke about mansplaining, and this is where nope. it's brought us. No, this so, is glorious. I so don't think what, you should apologize okay. at all. Well, I want to mansplain some or I want to oh. info dump some things. God damn it. Well, salsa. <laughs> salsa. Would you be willing no, to I'm info done. Dump I'm done. I'm done. About the oh, he just put the headset down in a way. Damn it. No, here's the thing. I, I was I just gonna, know if... I was gonna ask him about sex crimes in the Renaissance. <laughs> I wanted to know about sex crimes in the Renaissance, and he just <laughs> went away. God damn it! I'm so uh, mad right now. I have a fantastic <laughs> book. I I stumbled on the I when I was in college the first time. I was working in the library, <laughs> and I stumbled upon this book, and. Yeah. I immediately was like, I have to read this book. And, mm. and, and then I did. And ever since then, I was like, 10 years later, I'd be just like, I, this book was still in my head. And I was like, I have to wow. buy this book. I knew the name of it. It's called the crimes of Eros. And it is, uh, okay. mm -hmm. crime, sex crime in Renaissance Venice. Okay. Specifically Venice in the Renaissance. And it is fucking fascinating. It is fascinating because they talk about prostitution. They talk about mm -hmm. homosexuality. They talk mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, obviously rape. They talk about, um, mm -hmm. you know, sex between people of, uh, oh, uh, bigamy, obviously, mm. crime. Um, all of this other, it, it was so interesting. R stupid, stupid interesting. And I was just like, this, this. Ugh. And then I read uh, the biography of Veronica Franco, who was a courtesan in Venice. Oh, oh at sure, sure, point sure. In time. Yeah. And it's just like the, the whole sex trade in Venice during the Renaissance is this little microcosm of a world that is fucking bonkers. <laughs> it is so just not something that we think about ever at all. Mm -hmm. And it's just this world that existed um where and venetian society justified all of this amazingly because this is the renaissance this is a very holy time the holy roman catholic church is is the mm. end all a lot of this stuff is crimes because it was bad you you could be a homosexual because crimes against god you couldn't do bigamy because crimes against god and all this other stuff but right. they're just like courtesans A courtesan uh, was allowed to be a courtesan. Courtesans mm -hmm. were having sex with a courtesan was akin to worship because you were hmm. glorifying the beautiful. Okay. And the beautiful is God's work. God sure. made things that are beautiful. If it is beautiful, all, three, all things so rise. You're rainbows. literally doing God's work. You, yeah, mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. And so, right. so these courtesans were basically mm -hmm. it was akin to worship. You were you mm. were basically doing homage to the Lord, 
by dallying with a courtesan. Just uh-huh. fucking crazy. And it was, it, uh, and, and they would, you know, and there's a big difference between the prostitutes and the courtesans. And the spelling. Yeah. Well, hmm. well, I mean, the courtesans were, were also, <laughs> they were, they were courtiers. They were, you know, they were educated. They dressed fancy. They spoke well. Sure. Uh, many of them were poets and played mu- music and sang and danced and did all this other stuff. Um, but they were able to go about polite society mm. looking like they were part of polite society. Everybody knew what they were, obviously, but, you know, they, 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 they were a little bit more fancy. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, a prostitute, that was something that, you know, if you, you just needed to get your rocks off, that's what you did. But a court courtesan, that was, that was, it was like a, a, an escort or, you know, something there, like that these days. Like a weird crossover between the idea of a courtesan and the idea of a geisha? Yeah, there are similarities. There are absolutely similarities. <laughs> Up to and including not having sex. Sometimes it was just for the company. You know, hmm. um, and Veronica Franco, uh, you know, she she rose to fame not just because she was a courtesan, but because she was also a poet. Um, she was a poetess hmm. who wrote some amazing poems and um, successfully defended herself against the fucking Inquisition. By the way, right? Um, because yeah, she had a head. I think on Jenna told she, me about that was, last she week. Was, <laughs> that's real good she, she was fucking, <laughs> was fucking good. she was a smart person um yeah. but mm-hmm. she uh you, you know in 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 this period of time people wrote you know open letters were a thing you know uh, high society it was like on facebook you know people would have beef with each other and it was this very public thing and so people mm. would would write poetry denigrating veronica franco in the papers and then the gossip and then she would write open letters defending herself and and it was it was venetian fucking rap battle because it was poetry yes it, oh my god that's uh, so casting good. shade at each other and defending it it was it was fucking it, it was brilliant it was so cool and it, yeah, it, mm, it's it's cool stuff. It's really fucking cool stuff. It's so it's this, <laughs> this weird seedy underbelly of La Serenissima um, that you know was you know just like the gladiators of old. They were simultaneously mm-hmm. the the pedestal of entertainment and also the slaves. You know they were they were the lowest of the low. They were slaves. They were property, but they were also the big celebrities and everybody loved them and wanted to sleep with them and stuff like that. They were the big names. Uh, courtesans huh. were very similar to that. They were, they were prostitutes, but they were also this like held up Privileged. on a pedestal. That is what, yeah. that is what Venice was known for. Hey. Venice was known for, you went to Venice to see the canals and the, and the courtesans. <laughs> and mm. the courtesans canals. Uh, right. <laughs> yep. You know, it was very, very, Venice, like people nowadays think of Italy as this monolith and, and Italy wasn't really united until Garibaldi in, in late 1800s. It was just these city states and, and, you know, uh, oh, you didn't No, I did not know. Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Like you had the papal states and you had Tuscany and you had, you know, 
the uh, um, Pisa and you had mm-hmm. uh, 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 Milan and you had Florence and you had Venice and each one of these were their independent little city states. Um, and, and so they had their own currency. They had their own language. Um, when, uh, uh, Dante, one of the things, was it Dante? I think it was Dante wrote in the Tuscan dialect. And so like normal people could read it as opposed to this like hoity toity language. Very similar to when uh, Mozart. Martin Luther. Oh, different. When when Martin Luther wrote yeah. the Bible in German, so normal people could read it as opposed to Latin. Mm-hmm. It was that same idea of writing stories in <laughs> Tuscan. In the lingua franca, in... you know, German. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, but but uh, that was but Veronica Franco. She wrote her poetry mm-hmm. in Venetian. In, yeah. in the Venetian language. And so it was, like I said, it was these rap battles in the local <laughs> vernacular. Um, so That's very good. fascinating. So I'm doing exactly what we said we were going to do. My brain <sighs> instantly went yes. Venetian. That's Braille, right? Because, <laughs> because of the blinds. Blinds. Oh right. my God. Holy shit. So, wow. I am glad you explained wow. that one because that is kind of funny. Um, ah. But also... No. Jesus Christ. Like, you've done much worse. <laughs> um, actually, I had this conversation with Joe the other day. He was like, I can't believe you hate puns. I'm like, no, here's the thing. I love a good pun. There are very few good puns yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be a good one. And how often do and, those come around? Uh, right. Hmm. But no, occasionally I'll just bust a gut over a pun. And Joe's like, what the fuck just mm-hmm. happened and it's like that one was really good yeah um <laughs> is that a thing you want to info dump about james about puns <gasps> uh, oh, maybe God. yeah well so i and it's relevant i have a pun show coming up uh i believe mm. this oh, wow. weekend mm. the third um yep that'd be this weekend. extravaganza pandemonium um, it's, uh, usually held a little bit closer to Valentine's day, but, uh, this year okay. first weekend. Mm. So, um, please go. I, aside from me, there are going to be a ton of other people there. They're so good. They're so good. I did not take first or second in the, in last year's show. Oh, wow. There are people who are so fucking beyond me yeah. that it is like, a tournament of champions. Um, I, I have been to a pandemonium before and they mm-hmm. are absolutely your jaws on the floor the whole time. Just going, how? Yeah. And I, so, uh, so there's that, I, but, um, there's a judge John Hodgman episode about what constitutes a pun versus just, a a sort of a sentence that word, uses word a word sure. in, sure. in, in there are times, uh, there are times where people think that they're making a pun, but it is, it's, it's just the word. You're just using the word, not, and you're being playful about it, but it's, it's not technically wordplay. I love jokes, uh, and I love puns, and uh, mm. I, as a person who believes that a hot dog should not be called a sandwich, but has many sandwich like features. I, I tend to be kind of the same way about 
about puns and that it's uh, you are intentionally relying upon a misunderstanding or a misuse of a word um, as a homophone or uh, as a a rhyme for something mm-hmm. or as a a swap in in place of something. Um, but I I think my dad started me out with puns and his his are so much worse than mine. Yes, I can confirm this is accurate. When you and say worse. No, like not good. Like right. not even well, so that, bad they're good. They're just bad. That is why I'm asking. No, that's that is fair. a that point is of clarification. clarification. Excellent. Yeah, like he would say, if you don't eat this bunch of grapes, you might regrape it later. Oh, nope. very, very nope. dad joke territory. And yeah, uh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, with my dad's love of wordplay at any skill level, and then mm. m- the vocabulary that I got from both of my parents, I'm mm-hmm. um, playing tons of games of um, uh, Boggle and Scrabble and like every other word game under the sun uh, with my mom, and then uh, sharing writing and stuff with my dad. Um, that. Uh, having that love of language mm-hmm. i think puns are a very natural joke are a very like it's it's a very easy way to uh, to lean into puns to or to mm-hmm. i guess to trip and fall into them <laughs> sure. is i uh, that you that you have this love of language and uh so i I, I am very passionate about puns and about things that are not puns. Um, but I... So we've covered all of our bases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> things that are yeah. puns and things that aren't puns. That's right. everything. I mean, yeah. I mean, it matches, matches people's experience of me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, but I, uh, especially a a well-crafted like triple entendre is mm. really that's oh fuck that's amazing <laughs> that's when the stars align and everything yeah. just comes together for you yeah like if somebody drops their grilled cheese through a hole in the street and someone's like well it, it seems like you had a great opportunity there's uh, there's m- more than one intention and it, mm-hmm. and, and more than two and it uh, no yeah no, it's I hard that. to manufacture but right. when it's, it happens it's not one that you get out in the wild very often right. yeah. yeah james yeah, yeah. do you appreciate more uh, a mm-hmm. very off the cuff pun off the you know lightning inspiration or do you mm-hmm. appreciate those well crafted like 45 minute long you know in the telling puns Mm -hmm. like you know is 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 that are you more are you more willing to to buy a guy a a drink if if he tells you that a 10 minute long pun or if he just has that moment of inspiration i think that there is 
I, I once watched um, Tim Uren, uh, Tim Uren, pardon me, mm-hmm. um, perform Rats in the Walls uh, without the racist cat name. Um, and uh, The Lovecraft story? Yeah, watching okay. him do fully, like a 45-minute monologue tour de force. I, I'm always... Yeah, I, I, the aristocrats, mm-hmm. shaggy dog jokes, that kind of thing. There is, there is a mastery of it mm-hmm. uh, that I respect and enjoy. Um, I also appreciate the you know, just the the quick cleverness, or even just the incidental mm-hmm. cleverness. Almost accidental. Of, of yeah, again, you just sort of stumble into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think when I am watching people at Pandemonium to bring this and make it relevant, hopefully, Pandemonium. Yeah, I love watching someone who gets maximum density mm. out of their short couple paragraphs and and it's because it's that's something that i myself strive for and so it is something that i appreciate in others and that takes time uh to sit and write out uh, a couple paragraphs and to go back and to say this could be this this could be a joke this could be a joke Mm -hmm. i've only got two jokes in the sentence how do i make it three Mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes it comes quite naturally and other times it takes serious effort, mm-hmm. but I can appreciate either of those things um, because both are a kind of mastery. So I would say the, the pre-planned and, uh, and rehearsed and like worked, I, I appreciate that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. Jenna, Jenna what's your info dump? Oh, I have to do red pandas. Obviously. <laughs> like yeah, I alluded to it earlier. We're zookeepers. We already know. Yeah. Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> no, but I was like, well, now I have to talk about red pandas. <laughs> okay. So, uh, one of my favorite things about red pandas is that not only so they're their own species, they're their own genus, hmm. and they're their own family they are the last of their family kind of like bison holy fuck yep so like red pandas showed up um the skeletal remains from about 18 to 25 million years ago is like the Mm -hmm. earliest stages of the red panda development with the the iluridae family or Mm -hmm. uh yeah um they are under the carnivora order but they're not actually carnivorous. Like they're they they eat ninety eight percent of their uh, um, diet is bamboo. Ninety eight percent of the time they're eating bamboo, and they have the ability to do that, which is also really fucking cool. Wow! Because bamboo is poisonous as shit. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> so yeah, like, and then sometimes they'll supplement with. They will eat eggs. Huh. So, like, I guess if you're a strict vegan. Uh, the red panda may still fall into whatever, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. 
various other little bits and bobs here and there. But, like, yeah, most of their day is just eating bamboo. Uh, <laughs> and I know that's not what carnivore means, but whatever. Um, but they do descend from a group that, and you can see it in their teeth, right? Mm-hmm. They have uh, mm. 38 teeth. They have extra teeth, and some of them are extra sharp for that that go back to the time in which, mm. which is fantastic because they don't need it for bamboo. So it's like uh, like they have vestigial teeth. Wow, Vest- not vestigial. Isn't that the right word for that? When you have... uh, vestigial is the tail that can like grab stuff. Well, isn't like, it? That's, Wait, no, uh, that's no, no. prehensile. That's yeah, prehensile. Yeah, Vis- vestigial is is it's a vestige of a of a past time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still use them. I oh, they guess? do still use know. them. Okay, they do still use them. They're just not as necessary. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right. Like Saul said, when you use your vestigial tail to, well, it's not you know, like our appendix or anything yeah. like that. No, no, it's not like the appendix. It is still useful. It's just mm-hmm. it developed for a different yeah. Um, yeah. eating array. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> they're their own family. Mm-hmm. Um their own genus, their own species, and there are two subspecies of red pandas. Oh. Yeah, there is the, I'm, I'm going to use the, the easier terms, there's the Himalayan red panda, and there's the Chinese red panda. Mm-hmm. Um, the Himalayan one has lighter coloring and kind of a flatter face shape. Oh. The Chinese one has like brighter and darker and a little bit less of the white. In the face mm. and a little rounder kind of look mm. to their face. Um, obviously, I prefer the Chinese. Of course, I have a favorite. Uh, but like, yeah, I like that that rich kind of orangish fur mm-hmm. with the the almost purpley black underbelly is great. But do you know what's super cool about the white on a red panda? It's almost luminous. It kind of glows in the dark. Wow, That's right? So weird. Is and that like, a actually, thing or is it? I, it's to help baby panda cubs find them, oh. find the mothers. I know. Isn't that the coolest thing ever? So yeah, like basically, red panda moms are like, "Well, kids, I'm here. Come find me." And they're like, "Oh, hey, look, there you are." <laughs> like, it's so cute. <laughs> um, Go to the light. <laughs> yes. Um. So, yeah, there is no modern animal nowadays that they are directly related to. Mm. Um, there are animals that they share a lot of genetics with. Um, closest relatives to red pandas are weasels, skunks, and raccoons. Mm. Are those? By DNA stands. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, right? the way that you were describing the teeth, it made me think, uh, like, wonder if they were um, adjacent but not connected to mustelids, like yep, uh, that that is exactly stoats. that clump of yeah. of things that they they have similar DNA to, but they are not directly related to. Whoa! Until you go way farther, we're yeah. talking like maybe a hundred million years ago. Like, sure. okay, that I'm exaggerating, but like, yeah, <laughs> further back than like past yesterday. 25 million years ago mm-hmm. like 25 mm. million years is where they can trace this family back to and it still isn't connected to uh everybody else uh decidedly 
Shit, I'm still um, trying to trace my family up four generations. <laughs> right. Oh, buddy. Uh, and we... Um, but yeah, so basically... Can you repeat a re- that? I, I don't know about uh, for salsa, but the last yeah, like, no, five it, words kind of went. Yeah. yeah, you went all computery for a second. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know. I think I said something off the cuff. Oh, uh, oh. it wasn't yeah. a part of the info dumping, so who the fuck cares? Ah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, red pandas. Uh, they they do glow in the dark, which is cool. Um, another fun thing about red pandas is that they do migrate vertically. They don't move location much at all. Like you'll find them spread from like the Himalayas to to China, but they basically migrate up and down uh, trees and forest dependent on season and weather. They uh, they like summer at the top and winter at the bottom or something. You got it. That's that's it. Exactly. (laughs) That was my nickname in high school. Um... Oh, buddy. (laughs) Um, so yeah, they, they migrate vertically. <laughs> I was, I was looking to see if I could find the, uh, the actual, um, like lengths, uh, but yeah, it's just like huge jungle foresty type area mm-hmm. and they'll just mm-hmm. migrate up. I think it was like 48,000 feet, something. I don't mm-hmm. remember. It was, it was something like 18 to 48, but I can't remember if that yeah. was hundreds or thousands. Um, but yeah, they, they migrate vertically. Interesting. <laughs> they really like that one tree, I guess. <laughs> um, oh my God. Also, uh, red pandas can hibernate. Hmm. They, uh, they can, uh, uh, when it gets really cold, they can slow down their metabolism and they can wrap mm-hmm. up in their tail, which they use as a blanket, which is a <laughs> Dog. Oh, it's so cute. Um, so they can wrap up in their tail and they can hibernate. They can slow down their metabolism. They can slow down um, all of their other functions and basically hibernate like a bear that they're not at all related to. Sure. Uh, which is delightful. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I had other things that I had taken some notes on. Um, That's so fucking cool. Let's see. Uh, oh, here it is. Um, oh, I flipped it. So they migrate vertically uh, between elevations of 4,900 feet and 13,000 feet. Okay. So just so, up the side yeah. of a mountain. Yeah, just up and down. They just mm-hmm. go up and down. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, but they'll no. stay in the same general area. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very independent creatures. They only kind of connect to to do the boinkity boink, um, but they'll <laughs> mostly just kind of stay isolated to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons why they're endangered, like they're not mm. they're not overly social creatures. So also, I'm mm-hmm. sure you can identify with that. You know, but I do um, like to meet up for the boinkity boink every so often. Well, right, every so often. Um, and yeah, the moms will hang out with the kids for a bit, and then they fuck off fairly quickly. Uh <laughs> So yeah, um, the let's see what else, what else, what else. I had other things that I was like, oh, I can't forget to talk about this. Um, <laughs> oh, they have six digits. They have six digits. So they've got oh, five short finger numbers. fingers, mm-hmm. and then 
um, the sixth digit is the the false thumb or the mm -hmm. the pseudo thumb. Mm -hmm. um, that is actually very important, not just for climbing, but stripping bamboo uh, mm -hmm. so that they can eat it proper, right? Huh. Um, yeah, I suppose. So, yeah. Um, nicknames for the red panda uh, include, well, obviously, there's the red panda. There's the lesser panda, which is uh, offensive, and you should Senior not use people. that term. Yes, right. exactly. Yep. Uh, the red bear cat. <laughs> the red cat bear mm -hmm. and Firefox. Yeah. And actually, the red panda was an inspiration for the Firefox browser. Yeah. Yeah. So now we just got a little nerdy all up in there. Hey. I um, can look at animals and go, I'm going to code that into a browser. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, rabbit, people are going to look at porn on you. Uh, that's gross. That seems really uh, apt. I mean, it does. Mm. You oh, can see um, the correlation. red pandas were discovered before the panda bear. Oh, um, so they are the original panda. <laughs> and well, your giant pandas, panda, just in case we off. find any other colors. Well, you, it was. Well, let me. I just want to interrupt for a second get sure. one point of clarification on that yeah um overall or by westerners by westerners i'm sure uh, okay yeah at least i don't i i can't right. speak to eastern uh education okay. and and uh zoology but so we're we are, we yeah. are gonna put <laughs> we are gonna put an asterisk on that one we're yeah. we're, we're yeah, throwing yeah. we're throwing a white white shade on this <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah but, um, so red pandas were colonized first, right? Yes. <laughs> um, red, red pandas were seen and named by, by the Westerners first. Um, and then the giant pandas, I guess they live further East. I don't mm. know. I don't know exactly how that came about, but it wasn't too long after that. Yeah. Um and somebody went, well, they look related and just called them the same <laughs> thing. And they are not at all related. That is the most um, Eurocentric thing. Well, but like I, I mean, I kind of <laughs> get it, right? Like yeah, no, got, I, yeah. there's kind of similar coloring patterns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, although the the way their bodies are structured are pretty different. But sure. um also they both eat bamboo. Mm -hmm. um, and they both have the ability to consume bamboo, which yeah. is a very limited ability. Um, yep. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Is there I, any, anything not... specific you want to know about red pandas? No, or... but I go ahead, James. I, yeah. I, I'm wondering, uh, so many uh, bear-shaped creatures... Mm. Uh, in somehow in my mind are lumped into like an overarching marsupial category. They are not marsupials though, are they? No, I don't think so. Wait. Yeah, I don't I, I'm not sure. Shit. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think so though. I think they just I'm out. Uh <laughs> you just squeeze gently. You just squeeze yeah. real 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 yeah. real tidy like um fuck fuck fuck. I actually have this. Yeah, they're mammals. Mm -hmm. Well, marsupials um, are mammals, but... right? But they're not—they're not under the marsupial 
branch. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. Not, yeah. They don't. They don't marsupial. Um, <laughs> they neither they Mars nor supial. Huh? They less soup. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I was struck uh, earlier. Uh, what you said? What was the uh, the genus was uh, Telluridae? Nope. Ilurid. Um, Ilurus. Ilur. Oh, Ilurus. Okay. So I... so you've got the family is uh, Iluridae. Oh, the family was Ilur. Okay, I just yep. that's the Iluridae to me just sounded like Irish scat. Yeah, I know, right? I really like, <laughs> and, I, and then I went, oh yeah, but that makes sense. They're gingers. Ah, uh, <laughs> I get it. All right, I see what you did there. Uh, I will accept this one. Well, no, but, so hey, you've had a James thought. Welcome. That's oh god, everybody gets one. Uh, yeah, shit. I'm so sorry. But, yeah. So the family is Iluridae. <laughs> the genus is Ilurus. Which, mm-hmm. uh, for those that happen in on my Twitch streaming, Auntie Isla. Isla is a nickname I coined for myself from Isla Russ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the species is Ilurus fulgrens. Um, and then the subspecies are fulgrens F and um, uh, Stiani. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so and that's that's it. And then like order is yeah. is where they actually meet up with other species that exist on the planet right now. Tura, lura, li, lura, so, <laughs> um, that being the Latin designation, um, I mm-hmm. I love uh, finding out what the uh, what the individual. Uh, Latin designations translate to? Is there some oh, fun question. translation? Like what I is? Actually, I don't like know that one. Six toes or something like that. Right, it might yeah, be. Yeah, well, usually don't know. that's dactyl something like um, leptodactyl is yeah, 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 slender yeah. I, finger. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, now I need to know, so I'm mm-hmm. looking it up. It it may mean panda. I don't know. Yeah, um, it probably the, does. <laughs> it means it means would you uh, face. Yeah, would you, would you, would you? Um, <laughs> That's yeah, Latin yeah. for would you, would you, would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, or like uh, Balaenoptera is um, bony wing. Yeah. Uh, or and uh, something, something having to do with like the 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 bump bone yep. structure of oh, the. Oh. Baleen- yeah. Um. So it actually derives from Greek. Ooh. Um, meaning a domestic cat. <laughs> what? Yes. Or domestic. Domestic cat. They Sorry, are... I'm allowed to have this as a pet. It says it's a domestic right? cat. Right? Yeah. Yep. No, red pandas are pretty chill and are pretty friendly with people overall. Yep. Like, they're like, oh, you're going to feed me? Cool. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm lazy. I'm here. Uh, yeah. They do. They do puff up, and and they they will attack. <laughs> uh, red pandas. If you ever see a red panda standing on its hind legs, mm-hmm. that's their version of puff up and look bigger mm-hmm. to be more intimidating. But it's adorable because they're on their hind legs and they've got their arms like their little arms are straight up in the air, 
and they're just mm-hmm. they look like little kittens that are trying to learn how to pounce and it's so cute um they do not look like a cat that is about to tear you to shreds they they look like a little kitten that is mm-hmm. is just trying to figure out this whole business and it is so cute um <sighs> dear listeners uh, what do you info dump about and how do you keep yourself from mansplaining about it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, okay. Here's a question for you. What checks have you put in front of yourself mm-hmm. to keep your info dumping consensual? Oh, <laughs> well, what's, what's, what strategies do you use to, uh, to make sure that that is you're not you're not Jamesing over everything. Um, oh yes, James is the only one here that does that. <laughs> mm. uh, no, seriously, uh, weigh in on this topic. Uh, go to the Discord. Tell us what you think. Uh, I think we're gonna go take a break, and we'll Woo! be back um, with you know what. If you guys like what you heard, you can visit us on our website at aonpodcast.com. If you want to talk to us directly, you can send us an email at either Jenna, Salsa, or James at aonpodcast.com or collectively at feedback at aonpodcast.com. Hey, everybody. You should like us on Facebook, apropos of nothing. You could follow us on Twitter at AON Podcast, or you could join our Steam group at AON Podcast. Search for Apropos of Nothing. The meat is called a hot dog. You can have a hot dog without a bun. You can have a bunless Frank. <laughs> yeah, but a Frank is so much better when it's in the bun. Mm. Had a date like that once. Actually, I don't think I've ever dated someone named Frank. Well, that's mildly upsetting. No, push the button, Frank. Francis's or Franz Uh-oh. or Francisco's. No. Francesco's. No. Francesca's. I don't even think, and this is going to sound weird, I don't think I've ever dated anybody whose name started with the letter F. Well, goals. Fabio. I mean, I'm I'm very happily in a monogamous relationship. What about at this point. F- Joseph? <laughs> and we're back. I mean, I'm Salsa. <laughs> I'm James. And I'm dating fucking Joe. Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Jenna. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking Joe. Or effing Joe. I suppose. Uh, I suppose yeah. we can go with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. It is just time for like Fast that. Five, though. Fast Five. Fast Five. Today's Fast Five comes to us from... Oh, Uh-oh. Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, oh, that just, that's sad. Jeez, Jenna, get on that. Oh, piss the fuck off, asshole. Holy Don't blame fuck. me for your inability to push a goddamn button. I'm sorry, if you're was, too lazy be to kind. get your own oh sound God. box, 
I was going to be then kind and I give guess you the COVID I, excuse, but... No, no, if, fucking, if you're not going to do it, then I guess I will. Look, I didn't know until today, which is way too late to start planning that shit. You've known that I have had COVID since Wednesday. Yeah, but I didn't know when you got done with it. Oh, and I did? I've, okay, if anybody is going to know the status of your COVID, I really hope it's you. I am huh. the least aware <laughs> human being on this planet. Like the Facebook status? Is your COVID yes. complicated? My wife <laughs> has better track of what my health is at any given moment. This is normal. Like, I mean, mm. that I believe. But like, no, you you should know better than me. Say Which is the I only time I am ever going to say that. You know, Jenna, you talk to people. <laughs> you talk to people, and people include my wife. Mm. There is, yes. This is not the first time where you have come over and been like, so I heard this happen. It'd be like, fucking how? It'd be like, because I actually communicate with your wife. Yeah. So don't even use that excuse. She's like my childhood sister friend, but like you, you still know better about your your state of being than I do. Huh. Also, she was busy today. I couldn't get a full update. Yeah. <laughs> Today's best five comes to us from. <laughs> James. Ah, son of a bitch. You were all warned. Uh, you I were... tried to put it off as long as I could, people. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. Refreshing that inbox till the last minute. Yep. Just checking now, as a matter of fact. Like, yes, I believe questions. you. Like, yeah. If we get a fast five between questions, Salsa will interrupt. <laughs> Just fucking or a fast this five. clown car over. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, yes. All right. All right. Anyway, question. I mean, James, you. This is your. You uh, do the. All right. Fast <sighs> five. Question number one. <laughs> Ding! Oh my god! No, 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 no. Ding is her thing. I'm doing the. I'm going a different direction. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yep. you definitely are. Duly <laughs> noted. All right. Question number one: Cut or color? Um. Oh, when I need a when I need my hair refreshed, I definitely like a good color. Getting my hair colored just changes my whole outlook on life. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I I have never colored my hair. Mm. Um, I'm not have no interest in coloring my hair. Um, <laughs> I color you know interesting colors doesn't do much for me. Um, Why? In other people's hair, I don't know. I'm less concerned with the color <laughs> than others for reasons Some unknown. Reason. Let's just yeah. move on, shall we? Yeah, yeah, right. fair enough. I would say uh, color. Yeah. All right. Question number two: Hands or paws? 
hands. I'm probably allergic to the paws. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> so... Point of point of uh, order. Uh, spell pause. Oh, no, fair. W-S. Good question. All right. No. Well, well done. Well done. Yeah. I'm this is James we're talking about. The pause. It's true. However, if it is a red panda, well, obviously maybe. I'm going to hang out with that little motherfucker. Um, but no, I normally, if I need comfort, I will go to a person rather than a pet or an animal because, again, I'm allergic. Except yeah. for cute red panda videos. Those are adorable. I like those. They are adorable. Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to choose pause. All right. All right. Question number three. Air or water? I would love to try skydiving. I've wanted to go <sighs> skydiving for ages. Um. And the deep freak me out. Fair. Like the thalassophobia? What? Or just thalassophobia? Like the, I don't know if okay. it's an actual phobia or not. Or if it's um, just like the unknown. And I've never been seeing. I've never been scuba diving. I would love to try scuba diving. Like like yeah. if I ever go to uh you, if I'm ever on vacation in like, you know, the Mediterranean and like we go on one of those scuba diving things, I would love to try that sort of thing and, and see right. um, where the water is clear and you can, you know, get down there and have a breathing apparatus. But, but like just going swimming from the surface when mm -hmm. I don't have gear, the, the idea of the depth behind under me. Huh. Freaks me out. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about the other yet. Huh. All right, then. All right. Um. <sighs> Let's see. Air or water? I might say air. I'm, I'm leaning towards water. Mm-hmm. I I think I would make a better water bender than an air bender. You like the water? The water. Well, I mean the water bending for uh last avatar is all very kind of tai chi based movement with the flow and the whatnot. And I can sometimes mm -hmm. be gentle and kind and healing. Um and sometimes I can blood bend. So, you know, I think uh water really seems Yeah. Water seems to be where I would end up between the two of those. All right. Question number four. Torso or toes? Torso. Oh, my God. Toes um, are weird. Toes are very weird. Toes are weird. Um, I don't like them. They hurt when you stub them. I'd rather yeah. get a foot rub than a back rub in general. Oh, no, oh. I take a back rub. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I, uh, I am fairly good at taking care of my own back, if need be. Uh, but there is something about a foot rub that 
And there are, there are very few people that are allowed to rub my feet mm-hmm. um, because uh, it is a, a tenuous area for me. I, mm. It's a bit more intimate for me, honestly. Mm. Certainly. Um, and when Joe rubs my feet, I'm just, yep, I'm golden. That's wonderful. It connects mm. on ver- uh, several different levels, uh, well. especially after a weekend of fest. Like I shower Holy first. shit. Because I'm not an asshole. Uh, That would just be mean. Yeah. And Joe does have a clear boundary on, no, no, you shower and then I will touch you. That's (laughs) fine. Um, That that, that is is healthy. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that's a very healthy boundary to set. But yeah, afterwards he will rub my feet and it is so good. And I would rather have him rub my feet than my back. Hmm. So I'm going to go toes. I... I grew up on a farm. I grew up walking on gravel and, and my feet got banged up and beat up. And I, my back, give me a back rub. Oh, I love you. Give me a foot rub. It's just like, that's not really doing much for me. Hmm. Um, even after a weekend at fest, you're just, you're just pushing on calluses. (laughs) Ah, nope. Uh, I also have bunions, though, so sure. I feel like, like... Or the beginnings of bunions. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's uh, unpleasant. Sure. I feel recommend. like you're just doing so much more with a back rub than a, than a little foot rub. Just like mm. one little spot there and a little spot there, and and eh. but where where's a back rub? You're just like hmm. <laughs> getting everything all the way from top to bottom because the back. I mean, you definitely you know. A good back rub makes you tingle from your toes to your toes to your fingers, you know. See, yeah, I mean, yeah. When I get a good foot rub, I can feel it all the way up to the base of my neck. Ah, well, and I would say oh. if you if you have like a cramp in your foot or something like that, or if one of your feet hurts, you can sit down. But if your back is fucked up, you can't even like. Sometimes you can't sit or lay down. Uh, no, that mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Like, have, have you ever had something so out of whack that you couldn't, like, that there was no way to turn or lay down to be comfortable until you just fell asleep from pure fucking exhaustion? Yeah, where you, you, you do that thing where you, like, fall down into the bed and then roll into position because you just can't move anything. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, torso for me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, toes. Mm. Even though they're weird. Yeah. Feet, All right. Yeah. Also, feet do nothing for me. They're just oh, yeah, not no. something that I'm interested in. I, I give me. I mean, yes, I like. <laughs> Yes, I like a good pair of breasts, but the thing that I really like is a mm-hmm. tummy. I am yes. such a tummy person. Yeah, somebody posted a meme that was like that it was a like a drawing of a skirt and then there was like the little little bit of uh like a tummy making a a V a cradle between the thighs there was like the the Y shape. No, I do like the V. Yeah. And it was like this. 
this right here is attractive. Mm. And I was like, yes, it is. I, I, I'm talking about yes. like the, the belly button. Abs belly, belly, belly. Belly. Like belly. Yep. button. Ooh, I like a belly button middle. Yep. Yep. Mm. I do. I do. That, I do love part, a middle. I like that. Yeah. Part. I like shoulders and butts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when one of us needs moral support, uh, my spouse or I will offer the other middle and we'll just like stand up and walk over to them and then like mm-hmm. gently place their head against our our middle and just like soothe. Yep. Yeah. When I need to be comforted, uh, mm-hmm. what I do not want is somebody to walk up and pat my toes and go there, 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 there. I don't. I didn't want want anyone to pat my tummy. One, two, three. Oh, as as opposed to the 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 like shoulders, the shoulder. right? Like the yeah. shoulders, something. Yeah, That's no. fair. Don't 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 pat my toes and go there, there, there. there. No, so I'm going torso. Very weird. Yeah, yeah. That's torso. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right, all right. Um, question number five, 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 five. Self or other? Other. Probably other. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, maybe, I'm trying maybe to think it's just because of... I've been alone for the last five days, but I. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Salsa <laughs> um, no, feeling I... unusually social. Mm, I uh, I generally uh, I don't know if if I'm forced to make like a a moral choice I'm gonna go with my own self decisions but like for a lot of other things like I like doing things for other people I like being with other people I am an extrovert I people are cool so like I I I think I'm gonna go other. I'm pretty other focused overall. Uh, yeah, I would say other. Uh, yeah. You would, but do you? I do. I'll okay. say other. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's that's different. All right. All right. So, uh, question number one, uh, the context. Question number one, cut or color, which do you find more appealing or attractive? Uh, punk alt haircuts or punk alt hair color cut and salsa you answered this question like yeah hmm. um i like both but i actually yeah. i think i'm more more focused on the color really i like mm-hmm. i like pretty colors yeah same um I, I learned very early on that uh like candy hair colors are just like candy uh, mm. yes yeah <laughs> eye candy yes. specifically yeah mm, i see yeah no i i love especially with like some of the punk haircuts the the shape that they oh make. sure you know, absolutely the, the the geometry of of the mm-hmm. cut is something that i find fascinating mm-hmm. um sure all right <clears throat> Number two? Uh, number two. Hands or paws, would you rather watch a movie with 
talking babies or talking <laughs> dogs? Talking dogs. Talking babies Same. are uh, awkward. Yeah. Um, I, um, <clears throat> no. I'll like, go with, go with dogs on this one. I, think. I was fine with look who's talking. I, it was kind of cute. But, like, overall, I just, I don't, even, like, Stewie. I'm <laughs> just like, ah, yeah. I'm not, that's not sitting well with me. But, like, a talking dog, like, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking babies are too smart and they're going to take over the world at the end. It's not okay. <laughs> no, no argument. All right. Um, air or water, would you rather fart nervously or spit take comedically, but automatically when someone yells your name? Spit take comedically. Spit take comedically. Yeah. I chose the fart comedy. nervously. Yeah, of course you did. This is not a surprise. <laughs> not yeah. a surprise to anyone. Uh, yeah. No. No. We're all we're all on the same page. We um, we know what he's about. Yeah. Um question number four. Torso or toes. Mm. Buying something with a funny saying or word on it, would you rather it be? A shirt or socks? Shirt. Torso. Got to switch. Hmm. Why? I don't. All of my socks are black socks, if I can at all help it. I do have a couple of fun yeah, pair, I, but I they were gifts. On. There's yeah. no point in putting things on my socks. Yeah. I mean, some things can just be for you. Yeah, I you don't. Know, on my shirt. On my shirt, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see it if it's on my shirt. I can't see it if I'm wearing socks. I don't. This, how did this get so complicated? Yeah, no, I. We've just learned that Jenna's feet are invisible to her. Yes. Which explains why she's so short. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm going to come to Jenna's defense on this one, James. <laughs> huh? How dare you, sir? Pistols <laughs> at dawn. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Thank Nerf you. Guns? Salsa. Thank you. All right. Ooh. Okay, now I want in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number five. Uh, self or other, uh, going to a familiar restaurant, would you rather order your favorite things or try a best friend's favorite order? Here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I parenthetically allergies in oh 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 yeah. assuming I could eat what my be- I, I would try right it. yeah um I do I don't know like I would probably order my the thing that I know that I want um mm-hmm. consistently uh, like Joe and I do this all the time where we go out to eat, but then we'll take bites off of each other's plates. Mm-hmm. Like that just, yeah. Why should I get a whole thing? Uh, if I can just 
graze off of somebody else's meal. <laughs> because at that point, they're getting what they want, right? Mm-hmm. And then I can try just a little bit, see if I like it, <laughs> see if I have a reaction to it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm not overly committing myself to an entire meal of something I might may or may not like. I'm just committing myself to uh, a little bit of a thing. Um, and then I still get to eat the rest of my e- meal at the end of it. So, yeah. And if I like it, then I know for next time. But like, yeah, I don't, I think, I think, yeah, I'm going to have to go with self. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, same self. Um, I know what I like and mm-hmm. my friends like things that are different than what I like. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Empirically true. Unless yeah. it is. Unless we are very specifically going to a place where, like, when we went together to get ramen. Sure. Um, when you were like, this is the place I know, this is, I'm yeah. going to do the ordering. And it's like, okay, this is a pre-planned, you're going to do the ordering. Yeah. No problem. But if we're just going to a place, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. Um, if you ever get to go to Gates with Joe... Mm-hmm. Uh, let Joe order. Yeah, like in that uh, situation. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like he might oh. ask you a couple of questions, but he mm-hmm. knows how to order there, and they're very forward. Um, at that counter. So yeah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> it is uh, by Minnesota standards, they are aggressive. They say, in hi, your... may I help you? But mm. it's more like, <laughs> uh, and it is very Your intense. microphone filtered out all of that. Oh, <laughs> a lot of it. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, well, it's that aggressive. My microphone. Even <laughs> yeah. it. You know, they're just like, hi, may I help you? Uh, and you're just like, I, uh, mm, mm. and if you're not ready, like right off the bat, they'll be like, Step aside, please. Hi, may I help you? And they'll just address the next person in the yep. line. Mm-hmm. They're very go. Mm-hmm. Um, like figure your shit out. Yeah. You've been standing in line for three minutes. That yeah, reminds me of some of the like the Chicago beef places where you're mm-hmm. if you're not like uh, this peppers. I'm not know of this. I am this, but uh, I want uh, sauce on the side. Whatever, right? And yep. if you don't do that, exactly. then they're just like fucking come on oh, do no. you want peppers get out of the way get next yeah. person no at gates they won't even wait for you they'll just be like yep. step aside yep let a grown-up so, order for you figure yeah. it out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. uh so that's that uh, that was question number five Oh, Yay! that was it. We did it. Yeah. Hooray! Uh, if you would like to send in a fast five, and obviously we need them, uh, go to AONpodcast.com, click on submit a fast five, fill out the form. Hey, uh, does anybody have any shout outs? Shout out to uh, Charles, best friend, former landlord, for hosting um, quarterly lands and uh, allowing our, us filthy weirdos to occupy every level of his house. Um, and, uh, you know, I've run an absolute catastrophe 
uh, train on his bathroom and uh, just, you know, <laughs> whatever. Like it's, a, but it, it's, it's amazing. Um, and uh, it is so rare now to have events like that. I am told people are like, wow, people are still having lands. Every person I talk to who does not go to that land is surprised. So uh, yeah, um, thank you to yeah. Charles. It, it is an act of beneficence. Mm. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Joe. Um, but this one is specifically um, things I love about our relationship include hosting events. Um, Joe and I host events very well together. I'm much more of the the social making sure everybody's got what they need um, and helping people feel comfortable and engage. And Joe is much more of the practical provider, specifically mm. when it comes to food. Uh, Joe, for the past couple of uh, gatherings, has just found himself in the kitchen making meals for people. Um, it's kind of his happy place. And mm -hmm. I love that we have very, uh, very similar yet different uh, parts to hosting and how to host mm -hmm. and how to make people feel comfortable. So, yeah. Shout out to my partner for being an incredible co-host. Hmm. Um, I'm going to be very similar to Jenna. I'm going to give a shout out to my wife. Um, hmm. Obviously, I thought when, it was the hair. <laughs> obviously, when uh, uh, I popped COVID, you know, suddenly it was guess what? With yeah. zero warning, you are now in charge of making sure the kids are fed and get to school okay, and, yeah. and do everything all by your lonesome and also feeding my ass. So, yep. um, you know, thank you for stepping up and, um, yeah, doing that. And she does it all with a smile and, uh, she's the best. So. And minimal complaining, minimal complaining. I bet there's still some, I mean, <laughs> like, like my daughter. She's entitled to it. I'm not. Yo, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. like my daughter had a hockey game this weekend and I was supposed to work for that mm. game. And it was like, well, guess this is on you. And she's like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, just a lot of shit got dumped on her and she just went, okay. Ah, uh, so yeah. She's awesome. Nice. And I appreciate uh, everything that she has done. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything to plug? Do not yet. I'm waiting for my thing to become public and then I will tell you all about it. <laughs> but until that point, it's coming. Isn't that how um, we got kicked out of Valley Fair? Um, twice. So, uh, February 3rd, I uh, is the Pundemonium Sextravaganza. I'm uh, a bunch of extremely talented punsters and me will be uh, giving you something fun to that you can take a date to or take yourself to and meet a date maybe or just yeah. go to because you like wordplay and uh, have a, a Saturday that you uh, want to fill with jokes. So uh, go and do that. Um, I will be posting uh, a link with the, the show notes or giving a link to Salsa. Mm -hmm. to post with the show notes. Um, and then uh, on the 5th, um, 6th, Tuesday, immediately following 
All right. Uh, Tuesday immediately following, I will be doing uh, double blind improv. Uh-huh. And uh, so come and see that and then uh, come and see what uh, what the double feature is. Tuesday uh, the 6th. Tuesday the 6th seems correct. Yes. Um, so uh, I'll also include a, <laughs> a, a link when I send that to, to Salsa. He will put that in the show notes. Uh, nothing for me. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Well, actually, something for me. Um, just a, a teaser, if you will. James and Ooh. I uh, will be doing a dumb thing uh, coming up in, in, in a little over a month. As we often do. Slightly, slightly, mm-hmm. slightly over a month. Um, but uh, we'll be doing Polar Plunge again. Um, ah. Jumping into Frozen Lake. James is having trouble uh, getting the lake. Apparently, the website is is being stubborn. Cranky. Cranky. Got it solved. Go. Oh, oh, you did. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, we'll we'll get links for that out uh, where you can go and donate uh, to the um, Special Olympics of Minnesota mm-hmm. um, nice. in in our name and make us go jump in a lake for your amusement. Um, okay. But we'll make sure that those get links get uh, put in there as well. So, yeah. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts? Bye bye, love you. Bye bye bye. In that case, thank you so very much to everybody who's been listening to this podcast. Thank you to James for writing uh, Fast Five on short notice. Uh, on behalf of myself and James and Jenna, eat the fucking cake. Come here, my rubber orangutan. Let me feel your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>